Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, Randy, welcome back. Thank you. Another week. Another week. Thanks for being here. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, I think uh, this is episode 50. No way. Yeah. Wow. So we're just hitting 50 this week. Uh, 52 means we've been at it for a year. Yeah. With maybe an odd break, you know, maybe one week or two. Yeah. That would be it. We've probably missed a couple of weeks, two, maybe three, mm. but not many. Wow. So, yeah. And for some of our faithful Beyond Sunday listeners, thank you for bearing with us mm. week in, week out. They're yeah. just, uh, they're gluttons for punishment. And we hope it's helpful a little bit. They come on Sundays for some punishment. They yes. come back on Tuesday, More. Wednesday. They come on, yeah. you know, yep. just like it. They do. That's the that's who we are. Um, so we were able to this past week finally finish off the Beatitudes, just the first part of Jesus' sermon. So Dan Pierce is happy; he's off my that, back, he's off your that back. Matters. That's all that matters to us. Yeah, is that Dan Pierce is happy. <laughs> that's good. Uh, but we were able to walk through the the remaining six here on Sunday, and so I thought that was helpful. Um, these. These blessed characteristics are mm-hmm. ones that are not easy to put into practice. So I felt like the ones last week were ones that were kind of backwards and, and upside down. The mm-hmm. you know happy is the yeah. the poor in spirit, the mournful mm-hmm. and the meek doesn't always feel like that. But mm-hmm. then these are ones that to me felt more like character traits: mm-hmm. the uh, the hunger yeah. and thirsting for righteousness, merciful, pure yeah. in heart, peacemakers. Yeah. These felt like things that I can maybe practice and mm-hmm. see a little bit more easily. Yeah, good. Um, but I want to start with one of them mm-hmm. that you touched on mm-hmm. that I think is probably one in our area, in our church, is the one that might smack most people in, the, in between the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. eyes, myself included. Uh, do you want to take a guess at which one that is? I don't. You don't want to <laughs> get yourself in hot water? No. All right. So just peacemakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Peacemakers. Yeah. And so my question mm-hmm. is, is this. Uh, what is it about Calvary Bible Church's DNA uh, that can make this peacemaker characteristic so difficult? Um, mm-hmm. And the angle I'm kind of coming at it from is the, you mm-hmm. say, lowercase yeah. fundamentalist, right. lowercase f. So the fundamentalist background yeah. of our church, yeah. the history there, what how we were birthed really as a church. And peacemaking probably is something that isn't, isn't natural. We were almost kind of birthed out of a rebellion, in, in some sense. Yeah, certainly a reaction against. A reaction against so one, rebellion. I don't know if you were there. I don't know if you were part of that back then, but several years ago. <laughs> 75 not, not years then, ago? No, no I'm not but, that old. Uh, I was thinking about uh, some of you, uh, you might remember, and you might have been a part of, several years ago, we had a teacher training event. We were in Fellowship Hall. And one of the things I was doing at the beginning of that time before they split up into groups mm-hmm. was talking about the, I forget, we gave a chart, there was a chart and some of that chart was divided into, uh, was divided in half between grace and truth. And Mm. I can't remember the other quadrants. Yeah. 
So let, let's just take those two. Mm -hmm. So I, so I think one of the ways to answer that question is to think about if um, we were birthed in an era, the Bible church movement was birthed mm -hmm. in an era where as a reaction against the mainline churches and what was happening to the teaching of scriptures, yeah. we are a group birthed heavy on the truth side mm -hmm. and probably light on the gracious side, not, not light on grace as in saved by grace, but right. truth versus grace, extending grace to others. So it, to be fair to our history, and I think I referenced this on Sunday that we can't outrun that. So, um, so I, I think what's in us, what's in those of us who are part of that movement and not everybody at Calvary Bible church is, mm -hmm. but, but the, still probably the majority are, um, and each year we go, we go mm -hmm. uh, maybe this is less and less. But as I said, it's very hard for a church to outrun its history or to outlive its history. So if we were heavy on the truth part, then peacemaking is very, very difficult for us because we stand on the truth. And it's not about making peace with error. No. We're <laughs> focused on yeah. championing truth. the truth. Yeah, truth is important. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I said that on Sunday. So that's one way to answer the question a little differently than I said on Sunday is to think about, are you heavy on grace or truth? If you're heavy on truth, peacemaking is a little bit difficult when you get into a conversation when someone who's differing in a concept that you're very passionate about, like mm -hmm. biblical truth, yeah, which we are very passionate about. So peacemaking, yeah, that becomes difficult for some people like us. Yeah. Um, so what about the peacemaking part of it? Like as an active mm -hmm. peacemaker, as opposed to someone who's just not looking to get yeah. in, pick a fight. Yeah. I appreciate that angle. So, you know, one of the things I want to try to do today is, is when I interact with people is, um, and I have interacted with a few, uh, let's see, one, two, at least three individuals, uh, non-churched this morning, for instance, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think about an active, um, um, it's not that you need to be an active reconciler because there's no, there's no friction really between you, but, but you're making peace in the sense that you are acting in a way, your attitudes and actions are, are friendly. They are um, uh, relation, uh, relational, relation building. Uh, they, they would, uh, they're drawing people in rather than, you know, trying to uh, push people away type of thing. So mm -hmm. making peace starts with, am I an adversary or not? And I'm not, I, I'm not an ad. I haven't been an adversary to anybody this morning yeah. that I, that I can think of certainly not purposely. Yeah. So does, you know, can I convey that? Um, uh, yeah. I'm around, let me give you an example. I'm mm -hmm. around a lot of retirees. So, um, yeah, I, I know kidding. I make fun of I know I make fun of them all the time in our church. I love them all dearly, but they they know I'm just playing with them. Yeah. But so I'm around a lot of retirees. Well, my schedule can't tolerate a, a lot of um, what would you call it? Like uh, uh, buffer zone. Like I don't have a lot of buffer zones. Margin. I don't have a lot of that. There's not a ton of margin in a mm -hmm. day like today where I can just sort of hang out. Yeah. But. Uh, when I approached my neighbor, uh, Bob, across the street walking over here, so that makes another uh, another person added. So when I see Bob, 
I can't just walk by and not say anything and say, or I could, I, I would have to say, Bob, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I can't talk. I got a, I got a meeting and he would understand that. Sure. Uh, but then when I see Bruce in the cul-de-sac here at Ella across mm -hmm. the street and he's on his Can-Am spider, mm -hmm. he pulls up, he knows I ride motorcycles. So we stop for a moment. I need to stop for a moment and mm -hmm. greet him and so forth. So, you know, it, it just, you have to be careful that you're not sending the wrong signals too that could could seem adversarial. That's not peacemaking. Yeah. If I'm not careful, I send the wrong signal. So are you ready for a good theological term? I am. Good vibrations. <laughs> Quoting the Beach Boys. <laughs> Isn't that the Beach Boys? It is. <laughs> That's, I love my oldies. Yeah. Yeah, that era. Um, good vibrations. What I'm picturing though in my mind with that yeah. peacemaker yeah. Um, is someone who's walking around and just yeah. putting off good vibrations, good. you know, and when people are near them, when That's they encounter good. them, yeah. it's like, yeah, they enjoy being in the presence of those good vibes. Do you remember Pigpen on uh, Charlie Brown? Yeah. The, he had that <laughs> emanation coming off yeah. of him, but it was, it yeah, was, it was not a good not one. Good. No, not no, a good that's one. really, that's good to think like that. Yeah. What kind of vibe are we giving off? Yeah. Well, and I think last week when we were talking about it, just thinking through the, um, the, the meshing, the inner, like the, yeah, the meshing of heaven and earth. So here we are as God's representatives, his ambassadors, being representatives to the world that we're interacting mm. with. Especially coming up just to, uh, to put in for this coming Sunday, when we move out of the Beatitudes into your salt, you're the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the impact that we have? And so these are the things that Paul might say, put these on, you know, put off worldliness, put yeah. off whatever the, mm -hmm. the garbage, the sin that's in your yeah. life, put that off, put on all right. Characters. All right. So what I would say, and let me just uh, glance back at the Beatitudes. So, yes, Paul would say those things, put those things on. I think the start for us, remember, to read the Beatitudes is to say that this is a, a pronouncement of blessing mm -hmm. on a certain kind of people. So uh, what we want to do first is we want to say that because we've encountered Christ, we are these things. There, there must be a degree of these nine character traits in us. There must be. The must be is because that's the work of God in us. Mm -hmm. Now you, you get to the should be, what we should be, what we can be. So I, I like to start with, let's recognize that this is the work of God through his spirit in us. He's transformed us into, I've been using uh, kingdom made, I, I, I use that for myself because I thought that helps me to realize that this is the work of God in me. Mm -hmm. If I display any of these character traits, it's because I am a new creature. Yeah. So we want to start with the, the announcement of blessing. It's good for us. It's most fortunate for us to be like this. That's God's work in us. Then you can get to what we talked about for two Sundays. Um, assess the degree to which... We are. You are these things. And then mm -hmm. let's move forward and let's keep following Christ and submitting to him mm -hmm. so that more and more of these character traits are ours. Yeah. That would be sort of the, the priority of reading uh, what Christ has done in order for him to pronounce a blessing on us. And now, of course, we respond accordingly. We continue to be like this by his grace and through our own decisions. Okay. So you said you wanted to talk just... 
add on to this pure in heart? I did because, um, so look, the, the, you know, we, we could have spent a Sunday on each one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided to break it into two parts. Yep. I don't just want to keep it moving and knowing too, that we don't, we don't remember all of these things every Sunday. So we're talking about the cumulative effect. When you get to verse eight, I picked, I wanted to pick verse eight. Uh, on Sunday, I used verse six, but, but today, if you just look at pure in heart and you're thinking about beyond Sunday, okay, we're Tuesday, we're beyond Sunday. We're trying to live this Christian life out. We want to experience the full blessing of God in this badly broken world. And so pure in heart, remember, is this person whose loyalties are undivided. Okay. This is a very simple person, not intellectually. This is simple in the sense of simplify. I have a one track mind, and that is to love God and to serve him. So when you look at the pure in heart, this person this person is loyal to God. So what I wanted, what I wanted to do for myself and for us is I want to look at my life and I want to ask myself, what potentially is dividing my loyalties? It's, yeah. it's that simple. So if I am pure in heart because I'm kingdom made, I still have the seeds of rebellion in me, that carnal uh, nature, that old man is still active. And so I need to look at my life and I need to say, okay, what is potentially taking me away from my God? Mm -hmm. So for me personally, I, I like to sort of divide. I, I, I want to divide my life into two, two things. Work versus leisure is where mm -hmm. I start. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask myself, okay, which, which, which uh, branch is potentially more lethal and keeping me from being pure in heart. In other words, I'm trying to love God, but I want so desperately for Calvary Bible Church to succeed that my desire for success in the ministry is overriding my loyalty to God. Is that true? Of course, if I'm honest with myself and with you, I would say that's always a temptation for a minister. Mm -hmm. But go to the other side. Yeah. Is it possible that some of my leisurely activities override my loyalty to God? In other words, do I make such a big deal over these things? Ride a motorcycle. So I didn't want to say it. Sorry. But so I, I like I like the start of a division like that. Mm -hmm. Now, you I mean, you're watching or listening. You decide what are the what are the things in your world? Is it family? Is it is it health? Is it just think about the potential things? Now, almost virtually every Sunday, we could put that American uh, that American Idol slide up. Mm -hmm. virtually every Sunday. That is such a foundational concept for us to consider the things that tug at our loyal allegiance, our allegiances to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so what I was doing, just uh, you know, thinking about verse eight, pure in heart, is saying beyond Sunday, I want to make sure that I am, my decision-making is, is working in the favor of being pure in heart. Yeah. So remember the heart for the whole person, right? The ability to feel, the ability to think, and the ability to decide. And I want to make sure that my my loyalties are not, my allegiances, they're not divided. There's yeah. there's a beyond Sunday type of analysis. Okay. So for, yeah, for everyone out there, just the practice of take a look at your life and pick an area of your life. Yeah. Leisure, work, whatever. Yeah. And then say, you know, do that assessment. Yeah. Or is there something in that arena that is 
fighting for my your loyalties. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, your affections, this pure in heart term. Yeah. That's kind of an, another way to, to word it mm-hmm. or frame it, a loyalty, yeah. an undivided loyalty. Single-mindedness to, would be another way to put it. Single-mindedness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. And I want to I want to make sure that my work or my leisure, to use the two branches, I want to make sure that they're, that they're in balance. Mm-hmm. They are not my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they can't rival him. Mm-hmm. That means however I'm going about my work and my leisure, they cannot keep me from my single-mindedness. Gotcha. That's good. What are, in your assessment, what are some things you look at, you know, Mount Joy, Lancaster County, mm-hmm. what are some things that divide people's loyalty? Comfort. Yeah. Comes your Recreation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recreation in particular. Okay. Just, I mean, think about the verse six, hunger and thirsting for righteousness, and then take someone who's constantly away on the weekend, mm-hmm. just going away. Trying yeah. their best, maybe now. Of course, now they can live stream everywhere, and uh, but they're trying their best to maintain their Christian uh, fervor. Mm-hmm. But they're but you you know it's very easy to get into that mindset. Yeah. And with affluence, of course, uh, with affluence, you have more opportunities to do whatever. So mm-hmm. that would be an example. Yeah. And by the way, again, if you're listening and that kind of hits you, that's not to vilify vacations or weekends or anything. Remember I said, I'm talking about keeping it in balance. Mm -hmm. So you're the only one who knows whether or not your loyalties to something like that is actually overtaking your ability to pursue the righteousness of Christ. You're Mm -hmm. the only one who knows. Yeah. And, and then let's take that for an example, the leisure, the comfort, whatever in those times on the vacation, let's just say, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're, you're feeling the blessed life there, the happy life. Yes. Um, but yes, the long term, if that has taken your, your loyalty away from God. Yeah. At the end of the day, you won't be blessed for that. Yeah. It's pretty easy that that's exactly true. It's also very easy in our day and age, again, because of affluence and schedules and so forth and technology, just ask yourself a simple question. Is there anything, is there anything in your life that's keeping you away from church? It's mm-hmm. a simple, but in this day and age, it's radical to even say that because nobody thinks much of church anyway. Yeah, it's certainly becoming less and less. That's for sure. Um, okay, I'm I'm good there. You good with that one? Anything yeah, else to add yeah, or say no, to that? That, no, that's that's sufficient. Just okay. that, that was just a, a way to say if you were trying to assess verse eight, mm-hmm. am I pure? In, to what degree am I pure in heart? Well, you can ask some of those questions. Yeah, and, those and good, do good your questions. You know, do your figuring, but then also do your adjusting. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. anything to the number nine? nine of these attributes i couldn't think of anything i i nothing i was wondering about not uh, verse 9 and 10 I'm, I'm sorry verse 10 and verse 11 which seemed to be you know basically the same for me but mm-hmm. they were obviously separated by our lord so i wanted to stick with nine okay. just making sure that you see the repetition in those two verses but no 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 significance that i could see what if i said though uh how many fruit of the spirit are there Nine. How about that? How about that on a Tuesday? Wow. You weren't ready for that. No, no. I'm just happy I got the right number. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. For the sake of our integrity. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, okay. No, those are really good questions to ask. And I think, I mean, at the end of the day, these are the kind of questions, just soul searching questions that we should be asking ourselves regularly, yep. you know, to keep us from drifting mm. before it's 
you know, we've drifted too far and mm. we're, we're gone. There is a sense in which too, since this, I mean, this does include some review. So I would, I, I would be um, remiss is the term. Yeah, remiss. I'd be remiss to not remind you that please make sure that you believe that the Beatitudes are reality, that you are truly blessed in that list because that list, remember, is not what our world would tell you is blessed. Right. And your circumstances won't either. So please make sure that you're, you're starting with the, the, main, uh, the main implementing of this text is, I believe that the announcement of blessing is true. I am most fortunate. I'm experiences, oh, the happinesses of this kind of person, kingdom mm -hmm. made. So just remember the reality of what the kingdom has done, yeah. is doing for you. And of course, will do in the future. That's, okay. that's our stability. All right. all right, Randall. That's all I got for you. You want a joke? I do not. Okay. Thank you. I won't give you one this Thank week. Thank you. Appreciate it. Only because I don't have one. Good. It's the only reason. All right. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions about this podcast or any of the sermons. Uh, any of the 50. Yeah. Any of the previous 50. Any of them. We'll just go back and rehash it. We love reliving the past. Um, but no, email them into podcast at cbcmj.com. And yeah, please tune in again and we'll do our best to keep breaking these down beyond Sunday. See ya. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.